These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Let Free Ring Podcast. And today we have a really good episode. Uh, today we will be discussing... Uh, the Louisiana governor uh, breaking his mask policy. We'll be discussing Congressman Mo Brooks challenging the Electoral College vote in January. We'll be discussing Lynn Wood. We'll be discussing Never Trumpers uh, in Georgia. We'll be discussing Ann Coulter. We'll be discussing, like I said, Lynn Wood in depth about his, his past. Um, but let, let's get started. But first and foremost, I would like to give a thank out to, to my own company, uh, Liberty Eagle Apparel. Liberty Eagle Apparel, uh, I created myself, like I just said. Liberty Eagle Apparel is an apparel company that is based out of, you know, obviously my room. And it's based with the idea that that companies can do good. I'm sending 10% of my profit every quarter back off to conservative causes, to conservative ideals. And it's something that I think. So if you if you want to check out Liberty Eagle Apparel, everything's 100% American, 100% handmade, 100% patriotic. Uh, use promo code NOAA right now to get 10% off, and you know let your 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 10% off is also good for 10% to a conservative cause. So let's get started. So Louisiana Governor Edwards defends appearing maskless in public. Quote: Nothing I did broke the rules. Well, during a press conference on Wednesday, Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards. Democrat, of course. I don't understand how Louisiana is a, a blue state. You know, my friend Congressman uh, Garrett Graves, you know, he, I just don't understand it. But it's not for me to understand. So uh, during a press conference on Wednesday, Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards responded to a question about a picture of him not wearing a mask in public by stating that he, quote, did not violate any of the rules that were in place in the state at the time or any of the rules that are in place now. Edwards said, quote, first of all, there was absolutely nothing that I did that day that violated the rules that were in the first place. In the phase three, which is when that actually happened, or today's rules, if you'll see, I was outdoors at a table. I don't know exactly. Uh, it looked like, to me, uh, uh, I was getting up to leave. And uh, had that photo been taken uh, about 10 seconds later, you would have seen me with a mask on until the time I got in the car. And actually, until the time I got back to my residence. I don't think we ask anybody to eat at the table with masks on. So let's let's get to what he just said. So he just said, one, 
that the governor of Louisiana wears a mask until he gets to his house, which is absolutely hilarious because that's my favorite thing to see when I'm driving. I see somebody wearing a mask in their house and I'm like, that's actually funny because that's actually funny because you're that afraid of a virus with a 99.9.9999999,000% survival rate. You know, it's absolutely funny that we have these liberals who are scared of this virus that for the most part, unless you're under the, if you're over the age of 75, 70, 75, that's when it starts to become really deadly with it, with a, with a mortality rate of about like 0. 0.0, like 5%. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get why these, these, these liberals are just so scared of this virus. They're, they're just, this virus is, is only deadly if you are predisposed to it by having like asthma, by being really, really, really old, being in bad health. Other than that, this virus really just isn't overall that scary. I'm sorry. That's just the facts. Don't get mad at me. Don't cancel me on Twitter. Um, so now let's get into uh, Congressman Mo Brooks from the great state of Alabama, where my friend CJ Pearson is currently going to school at. Um, Mo Brooks said in Wednesday in a phone call with reporters that he plans to challenge the Electoral College vote when Congress plans to certify the election results on January 6th. Now, in in, in, in honor of full transparency i'm recording this on november or sorry december 3rd and therefore uh this is thursday before monday that this goes live so a lot of things could happen in the next three days which they normally do and as of now the only person i've seen who's came out and said that they'll they'll support this with representative brooks is congresswoman-elect marjorie green taylor so now I, i'm not sure if right now if any senator has came out on the side of that but we'll definitely see. Uh, it goes on to say, uh, in my judgment, if only lawful votes by eligible American citizens were cast, Donald Trump won the Electoral College by a significant margin. And Congress's certification should reflect that, Brooks said, according to Politico. This election was stolen by the socialists engaging by extraordinary voter fraud. This election was stolen by the socialists engaging in extraordinary voter fraud and election theft measures. Brooks, who serves as a member of the Conservative Freedom Freedom Caucus, said he has, quote, had no indirect communication with senators about teaming up and said GOP leadership has not given him a thumbs up or a thumbs down. In order for Congress to bring the matter to a vote, a member from both the Senate and House of Representatives would have to challenge the electorate. In a November 7th tweet, Brooks, a staunch ally to President Donald Trump, urged the president and Republicans to, quote, fight against Biden's unlawful victory claims. So this would be really telling. Honestly, guys, this would be really telling um, for the future of the Republican Party to see, like, which Republicans will will sit by. You know, will Lil Marco stand up and fight for the president? Will Will Rick Scott stand up and fight for the president? Will Will David Perdue, will, will these people stand up and fight for the president? The president who, a lot of them, it's the reason they're elected. Marco Rubio probably wouldn't... Marco, Marco Rubio... Rick Scott, uh, Purdue, not so much. These people owe Trump a lot. They owe Trump a lot in terms of getting them elected, in terms of, you know, getting the Republican Party the majority that it's had. They they owe, they owe Trump a lot. So it'll be really telling to see. It'll be really telling to see. And uh, next we'll be getting into, uh, uh, into Linwood and my home state of Georgia, that unfortunately appears to have gone blue. Although there are some there are some some hopes apparently. With uh, with 
what Rudy Giuliani has said today at the press conference. So we'll get into that. But uh, first and foremost, I want to make sure you guys are subscribed. I have a lot of people who listen, then don't subscribe, and it's very rude. I think you should subscribe and listen to this every Monday when it comes out, because we are one of the fastest-growing teenage conservative podcasts in the country, and if it wasn't for you guys, I would just be here screaming into the air, which I've done for a lot of my life. So if you don't subscribe, I guess it'll be okay, but I, I would like it a lot more if you did subscribe. So let's get into this. So this is per The Daily Wire. Uh, this is what it said. It's a quote, alleged pro-Trump lawyer, Lynn Wood, cautioning GOP voters in Georgia has donated and voted for Democrats. So Georgia based, uh, attorney Lynn Wood, an alleged Trump supporter urged Trump supporter, other Trump supporters on Tuesday evening in the state to quote, not vote in the Senate runoff unless the two unless the, the two Republican Senate candidates publicly demand that Georgia Republican Governor Kemp call an emergency session and the legislator to investigate alleged voter fraud. However, news reports that surfaced late on Tuesday evening appear to show that Lynn Wood has a history of voting for and donating to Democrats. Um, he goes on to say, where's Kelly Loeffler? Where's David Perdue? He ought to be standing right here. Those two people want your vote. Then they ought to tell you what they're, what we're telling Brian Kemp. Get a special session of the legislator now. Do not be fooled twice. This is Georgia. We ain't dumb. We're not going to vote on January 5th on another machine made by China. You're not going to fool Georgians again. If Kelly Leffler wants your vote, if David Perdue wants your vote, they've got to earn them. They've got to demand publicly, repeatedly, consistently. Brian Kemp call a special session of the Georgia legislature, and if they do not do it, if Kelly Leffler and David Perdue do not do it, they've, sorry, they have not earned your vote. Don't give it to them. Why would you go back and vote in another rigged election? For God's sakes, fix it. You've got to fix it before we all, before we, we'll do it again. So a couple of things. Uh, Lynn Wood here, we'll get into the Democrats he's donated to, but Lynn Wood here makes a lot of claims. You know, at first he says, Brian Kemp call a special session of the Georgia legislature, and if they do not do it, or call on Purdue and Leffler, call a special session of the Georgia legislature. If they don't do it, if Kelly and David don't do it, they have not earned your vote. Okay. Don't you give it to them. Why would you go back and vote in another rigged election? So keep in mind, Lynn never said that if it doesn't get fixed, don't do it. He just said they have to call on him. So what if they call on him and he doesn't do it? Then it's okay. Then it's okay to go vote for him because then it's then it's not rigged because as long as they call on him. This is what I've been saying about Lynn Wood for a while. He he he's he's a really sketchy figure. He he's he's a really 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 sketchy figure. You know because as I'm about to get into, he has a history of donating to Democrats. And if he, if he completely changed his mind and suddenly became a Republican, well then good, good for him. A lot of people did under, under walkaways, Brandon Straka, but let's just get into this. So he donated $2,300 to Barack Obama's presidential campaign. He donated $500 to presidential candidate, John Edwards in 2004, donated $100 to David Perdue's uh, opponent in 2014. Um, in 2008, he donated $500 to Georgia Democratic State Senate State Senate candidate Jim Martin. Uh, in 2017, he gave $12,600 to Georgia Democratic gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams, Evans, not Abrams. In 2014, he donated five grand to Senator Jason Carter, a Democratic candidate for governor of Georgia, and $1,000 to a leftist group called Georgia Win List. The group's website says it is its goal is to change the face of power in Georgia by electing pro-choice Democratic women in numbers. So. Needless to say, that last point, that's not something Donald Trump supports 100%. So, what, what, 
This is what I'm, I might get in a little trouble for this. And if you guys disagree with me on that, that's 100% fine. I completely get where you guys are coming from, but this is, this is my point. So if I have to ask you, if I, if I told you that there was a person who was urging, who was saying David Perdue and Kelly Leffler didn't, didn't deliver for Trump, uh, don't go vote for him. And that was also to tell you that there was a big, big, big democratic super PAC running pretty much an ideal message on it, on billboards all throughout Atlanta. Um, would you assume that person's a Democrat? Would you assume? You see, who do you think has more knowledge? Lynn Wood or President Donald Trump? Who do you think has more knowledge? Because Donald Trump's going to be in, going to be in, uh, he's going to be in Georgia this Saturday. It'll be after this elected. If Donald Trump didn't believe that we have a chance in this election, well, I can tell you right now, he wouldn't be coming to Georgia to campaign for Purdue and Leffler. He wouldn't be doing that. You know what he'd be doing? Not that. He wouldn't waste his time doing that. He probably, I don't know what he would be doing, but he wouldn't be wasting his time doing that. So Lynn Wood to me, I've said this for a while, he has a history of, of, of donating to Democrats. And like I said, he could have changed his mind. He did put out a statement today saying he's donated money to Republican, uh, Republican people in Georgia as well. I'm not sure the validity of that. I mean, I'll, I'll take him at his word, but he, he, I, I don't know. I, the idea that people shouldn't show up to vote absolutely asinine the idea that people shouldn't show up to vote is absolutely asinine we need people to go we need people to go and vote in large droves that way all these little glitches that all coincidentally go for biden don't matter i'll be going to vote december 14th first day of early voting i'll be going to cast my val- my ballot for donald trump or sorry sorry for david purdue and kelly leffler sorry i forgot this is december 3rd not november 3rd for, for Purdue and Leffler. And th- that's that's it. We need people to vote. You see, Dinesh D'Souza had a really good point about this. Dinesh said that if Donald Trump takes the oath on January 20th, we need a GOP Senate. He also said if Joe Biden takes the oath on January 20th, we need a Republican Senate. No matter what, you need to get out and you need to vote if you live in, the, in my home state of Georgia. And if you see anything fishy at all, call the secretary of state's office i know a lot of people have been calling on brad raffensperger to, to resign and who knows maybe he should maybe you should maybe you shouldn't i don't know i know that my prerogative right now is ensuring that as many people as possible get out and cast ballots that say purdue and leffler and some republican for the for the public service commission i think it's like bubba mcdonald make sure these people win because if they don't win and Joe Biden takes that oath, we're screwed. Because even if Joe Biden takes that oath, and we have, we have the, we have a Republican majority in the Senate. I mean, Mitt Romney's still there. It's Lisa Murkowski, Susan. We have a Republican majority in the Senate. Then, it's going to be very vital in terms of the nominees that Joe Biden's going to put forward. Joe Biden can't really put forward crazy, crazy RBG type people, because a lot of people are going to vote against him. So he has to put some forward somebody who might be a little moderate, you know, might be like, like, you know, no matter you look at Merrick Garland's voting history, he's he was, he wasn't as liberal as Obama could have appointed. I think that's just because Obama wanted somebody to come forward. Not that I think Merrick Garland should be on the bench, but that's because we had a GOP controlled Senate. We need to maintain power in the Senate if we want any chance. I mean, literally any chance of the last four years getting wiped away. You know what's agrees with me? And culture. Somebody who has been attacking Trump, you know, from the farther right of uh, of Trump politically. 
Ann Coulter said, yes, they cheat. We have to win Georgia anyway. She said, quote, I'm neither heartbroken nor surprised that President Kushner didn't get a second term. The good news is Republicans are finally talking about voter fraud. Going forward, the GOP's sole objective should be, quote, in mail-in ballots, end early voting, and ensure that Democrats don't steal the two runoff elections in Georgia on January 5th. Now, I agree with any mail-in ballots. I think that maybe not in them, but you need to have a way higher threshold. Not anybody should just be able to request them. Two, we need to... we. I don't, I don't, I don't understand really ending early voting. I'm a big fan of voting early because it saves me time from having to wait in lines for 20, 30, 40 minutes. It saves me energy. It's just overall to me a way better thing. I like to go vote in person because in person early, because to me it's, it's overall the best. Um, and then ensure the Democrats don't steal the two runoff elections in January 5th in Georgia. And I, I completely agree. She says, Donald Trump spent four years trying to outpander the Democrats. The end result, which was that he slightly increased his minority vote, which he still lost, while sacrificing a chunk of the numerically larger white male vote. Currently, the fate of Western civilization comes down to two runoff Senate elections in Georgia. If Republicans win, they hold on to the U.S. Senate. Even with a handful of Mitt Romney's, the Democrats' most psychotic plans will be done dead on arrival. That means no Green New Deal. That means no District of Columbia statehood. That means no court backing and no amnesty. She's 100% right, guys. If Chuck Schumer, actually Chuck Schumer won't even really be the majority leader. Bernie Sanders will be the de facto majority leader. If that person wins, if radical Raphael Warnock, who doesn't think you can serve God and the military, if that person wins and John Ossoff wins, then we can kiss it all goodbye. Because it's it's the same Republicans who have said that Donald Trump should not have appointed Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court are saying that we need to quit fighting. That's what they're saying. They're saying we need to give up. It's all rigged. Go home. Pack it up. We'll try again. Never, because it's not going to matter. If they give D.C. statehood, they're going to give Puerto Rico statehood, which puts four new Democratic senators, which will never, under any circumstance, be able to gain power. Again, the republic is gone. Your, 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 your right to own a firearm is D.C. versus Heller was decided by one vote. And if they pack the court, that one vote is gone. These are the same people who just want us to give up. And these people, you may ask, who are they? Who are they, are you asking? Are you asking that? I think you're asking that. I think you know, but I think you're asking that. So let me ruffle some more papers, get my inner my inner Rush Limbaugh. Quote, never Trumpers go all in for Democrats against Republicans in Georgia state runoffs. Read that again. Never Trumpers go all in for Democrats against Republicans in Georgia state runoffs. Now, who do you think I'm, who do, what group do you think I'm talking about here? What group? The answer is the same group that supported, that said on tape, they would have supported Bernie Sanders over President Donald Trump because Donald Trump's an orange man, bad man, very bad man, orange man, bad man, bad man. Because Donald Trump hurt their feelings. Because Donald Trump didn't pick them for a spot in the White House. So just because they, he didn't do that, just because Donald Trump didn't pick bald Rick Wilson... Didn't say, hey, Rick, you want to come get a job in the White House? Come on. Since he didn't hire George Conway, but hired George Conway's wife instead. Well, he's an orange man, bad man, and therefore um, socialist Bernie Sanders, who's an open socialist. Everybody tells me he's not a socialist. He said in 1980 he was a socialist. They supported. They supported. They said they would have supported Bernie Sanders over him. So, if you if you said the Lincoln Project, you're going to be correct. So, this is uh, the, uh, the Daily Wire. It says, quote, the Never Trump Lincoln Project released an ad on Wednesday urging voters to give Senate majority to to Senate minority leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat of New York. 
by voting for Georgia Senate Democrats, radical Raphael Warnock and John, I'm going to vote my ass off against you. The Lincoln Project released an ad titled, quote, On the Ballot, which asked Georgia voters to consider voting for against Senator Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. For what crime, you might ask? What crime? What did David Perdue and Kelly Leffler do? Well, the answer is found a little bit later on. It's because they supported President Donald Trump, the person who, for the first time in my lifetime, has not started a new war. For the first time in my lifetime, has delivered on true conservative ideals of criminal justice reform, of ending the war on drugs, of cutting taxes, of speaking up for me and you, average everyday citizens. The Never Trump organization claimed in its press release that voting for Warnock and Ossoff would help mitigate also the coronavirus outbreak, they say. Did you hear that? It's not like Donald Trump, through Operation Warp Speed, was able to develop a vaccine in record time and they just so happened to announce it the Monday after the election. They just so happened to announce it the Monday after the election. They go on to say, quote, Votes for Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff ensure American can get COVID-19 under control and get people back to work and kids back to school as quickly and safely as possible. The press release ends. The Lincoln Project has worked for months to oust Republican senators and give Demo- Democratic control of the Senate majority. Never Trump Republicans believe that preventing a second term for President Donald Trump was insufficient. That Senate Republicans must also pay the price for backing the 45th president. D- who does that sound like? I believe a couple of weeks ago we we covered on the podcast that uh, people, mainly uh, people, uh, one uh, congresswoman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, said, uh, you can't call her AOC, she gets mad, but Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said that, quote, if you worked or helped or voted or donated, if you even said one time that you might remotely even kind of like the idea of having a president named Donald Trump, even though, you know, whatever, for whatever, if you even, if you even mentioned the words Donald Trump in a sentence that didn't follow by being said, he's an orange man, bad man, fat man, who said my hair was ugly. If you didn't say that, well, guess what? You should be put on a list. That's what AOC, that's what AOC said. She said you should be put on a list. That we should blacklist you. Because you worked for the president of the United, I'm old enough to remember when the president of the United States had a certain, certain, also, I'm wondering if you remember when the, when the office of the president of the United States, not that fake office Joe Biden created, office of the president-elect, but office of the president of the United States had enough respect around its name, put some respect on its name, had enough respect around that title that you didn't have to worry about this, that it was an honor You'd shake the president's hand because he was the president for all Americans. Does anybody else remember that? Because I do. I mean, it was only like four years ago when Demo- when Joe- when sorry when not Barack Obama was president, and therefore he couldn't do anything bad. The Lincoln Project launched ahead of the 2020 elections six-figure ad buy against Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, Senator Joni Ernst, Republican Iowa, Tom Tillis, Republican North Carolina, and Martha McSally, Republican Arizona. Again, these are the same people. Yeah, it said that we should, hold on, got to summon my inner rush again. That's also pray for rush. That said that we should give, that we should, we should, we should support Bernie Sanders over, over President Trump. I, I don't, I clearly just don't care about what they have to say. 
I just plainly just do not care what they think. But getting into a little bit funny news today. Um, so Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know, the person who hates, who hates, hates capitalism. She, she completely hates it. She thinks it's terrible. She thinks that we should get rid of it. She thinks that billionaires should be probably cut off. So, if we go to OcasioCortez.com, this is AOC's website. We see that she has a Tax the Rich sweatshirt for $58. She has a Green New Deal hoodie for $65. She has a shirt that says Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a sweatshirt for $58. She has a social, economic, and racial justice sweatshirt, sorry, a hoodie, a hood, a hoodie for $65. And she's a Fight for Our Future youth hoodie for $40. Now. Let's let's go over to my to my website if we don't if we don't mind, because I think I should raise my prices. Because if AOC hates hates freedom, and that's what she's able to do, shoot, I got I got T-shirts on sale right now for twenty bucks, and you get an extra ten percent off with code Noah. Just want to point that out. It, it's just completely crazy that AOC, Bernie Sanders, who Elizabeth Warren all hate the system that put that made them all this money until. It comes that, you know, it's it's time to make money. And then it just doesn't matter. Then it just doesn't matter. Now, I, I would like to point out that Lynn Wood is pretty much alone in thinking that people shouldn't vote. Because Roger Stone said it's imperative to vote for Purdue and Leffler and Georgia runoffs. Newt Gingrich said he calls out Lynn Wood, calls it totally destructive. Sebastian Gorka said people should vote. Even Donald Trump Jr. said people should vote. And let me tell you why it's why it's important to vote. So Kelly Leffler, running for Senate against Raphael Warnock, said radical activist Warnock's mockery of gun ownership is disgusting. He did this in 2014 as the Safe Carry Protection Act was being weighed by state lawmakers. The act was designed to reduce the number of state-mandated gun-free zones in hopes of limiting the number of soft targets available to criminal and defensive attackers. But Warnock mocked the idea of carrying a gun in church meetings and suggests that meetings, such meetings are the last place where carrying a firearm ought to be legalized. Really? So you now remember, like in Pittsburgh or in Texas or, you know, these places where, or in South Carolina, where you know, these places came up and you know, people were people were, were, were murdered in, in these places. And, you know, then you had the one in Texas where, uh, I believe it was Texas, where uh, lives were saved because one one trained guy with a gun was able to, uh, you know, pull out his gun. And uh, with one shot, he, he completely, he, he ended the person who wanted to do harm. You see, gun-free zones only stop legally abiding citizens from wanting to do harm. It is. And now, this uh, this is going to be the end of the podcast for the week. Um, there was more. I had I had Miss Candace Taylor on. Uh, she was a Senate candidate in Georgia in 2020, but unfortunately there were tef- technical difficulties. Even with uh, even with recording just my part, my microphone is uh, it's messing up. So I have to I have to order a new microphone. Um, so that should be fun. Good Christmas microphone. So. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribed. Make sure you guys check out LibertyEagleApparel.com. It's a great website. I mean, I designed it, so I'm a little biased. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that you guys are subscribed. You guys have a good rest of your week. And we will see you next Monday.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.